0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Switchcraft.
1: What's going on, I'm sitting
0: here, as usual, with my friend and co-host, Julian Borno. And I am uh, Janne Kemmer. And we're finally back. It's been a while since we did this.
1: Right. Yeah, we've been away from station um, quite a few months, actually. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: We wanted to record in December, but then you got a new job, I was filming for my welcome part, and yeah, then Christmas and, and New Year and stuff got in the way. In Social
1: obligations are crushing us. <laughs>
0: and yeah, no, we're sick for quite
1: a while, but now we're finally back. In full force. Right. So, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm quite a quite a bit hyped um to be honest because today i bought something from um a legendary company that is one of the oldest in the scene um gripskin um has finally released their new wooden decks and yeah i'm quite hyped so we yeah. wanted to make a segment on what you buy in yeah, so so the main idea
0: is to get a, get a bit of an in depth look about uh, what set parts up. of a yeah. setup are what's important for some people and what's what you might look for what yeah exactly yeah, and, and the different uh, components and what those mean and the different options and
1: yeah and what, also what makes with a bit of an update with what has been released in. The last months and so on, yeah, yeah, something like this. Right. So, to
0: jump right in, what's the the most important part of a setup for you? So, which, if I if I would change any part of your setup, what would be the part where you wouldn't want to ride it anymore? If I would change it,
1: ah, uh, well, ah, uh, ooh, uh, ooh. Uh-huh. Probably in the end the trucks. I think um, so as well. If I yeah. if
0: I I have a I have quite quite a lot of setups, as most probably know. And I have one setup that's basically the deathbed for any deck I buy. Yeah. If, if it end up if it ends up with those trucks, it's I'm them. never gonna touch it. Like I I just don't like the trucks.
1: didn't white trucks? Yes.
0: <laughs> and but that's not the important part. The important part is the trucks aren't for me. So it doesn't matter what deck is on there and what wheels are on there. Yeah. Because I you don't can. like the trucks the the rest is pretty much wasted. Yeah, you can get
1: used to any shape of deck or wheel after a a bit. You have to adjust the way you flick and stuff like that. But in the end, it all boils down to getting used to it. Um, And if you change the turning control and the height and uh, how it feels, basically, all in one go with the trucks, you fuck up the setup. Yeah. So
0: for me there are two main options for trucks. Yeah, As soon as you want to go with let's call it professionally made trucks so exclude the Tech Deck trucks and the China trucks those are great for maybe like a beginner but the first thing I would change would be the trucks because for me it makes a really big difference if I'm riding a China truck setup or a let's call it professional professional trucks on a fingerboard cuz i think they are so vastly different like the difference between a cheap pair of trucks oh, yeah, and for a sure, good for pair sure. of trucks is probably the different yeah. the biggest difference and like i said the one i would upgrade first
1: and you little and also it's probably the most um, long-running investment yes yeah, because ah. um, you can basically shred a pair of Black River trucks depending on your style. And if you're not Ramon um, for up to but two you, to five years, you, I even mean.
0: Even people like Ramon or, uh, or Bunschucht. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like Consider
1: if, it as the most durable truck. Yeah, for
0: like sure. his, his trucks are, they, they have crooks marks all over there. And you're wondering why the
1: truck doesn't snap, but yeah,
0: the truck's been like that for
1: years. Yeah, and still hold on and still and work. And... I mean, we
0: uh, we have an unnamed friend who managed to uh, snap various base plates, but that's uh, that's just that's, yeah, that's uh, well, anyway. not not common. So <laughs> I I never never. Accidentally destroyed a pair of trucks.
1: Yeah, no, for sure.
0: And I mean, I, only... I had a faulty truck uh, where yeah, there was just some manufacturing. Yeah, that Problem with that, but I never had a truck break on me or anything,
1: anything. Yeah, the the only thing that basically happens is that the um, the, the holes of the base plate eventually strip. But yeah, I but mean... it,
0: I I never even had that, and I. Yeah, my trucks
1: quite a lot yeah, I, if you do it right, if yeah. you do it right uh you don't fuck it up basically, Yeah, but Just keep uh, it diagonally and it's yeah good. And slowly
0: um, so there are basically two different kinds of trucks for the professional trucks um the main difference between those kinds of trucks are traditional skateboard optics, so a, traditional kingpin and an inverted pink, uh, kingpin.
1: And marginally hate and weight that also yeah, but alter the, uh, the feel. But but
0: I, I would say those are more choices by the truck. Yeah, yeah, it's not themselves. it's not
1: structural. Yeah,
0: and the, uh, those are like well, structural is, but, differences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I would even put Y-Trucks and Dynamics and Basically the same category, but there are are vast differences between those two. But let's just focus on Black River trucks versus dynamic trucks and what the differences are and why we both choose the truck we choose.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, Black River trucks are... um, They really have a good turning control. Their turning radius is pretty wide. So um, you actually have a lot of space before the wheel touches the deck, let's say. Um, And that um, is important. That is vital to how the setup works because that can uh, broaden your choice of wheels that alters your style in how you deal with turning cuz right rolling onto an obstacle like not onto an obstacle like the roll up for a trick is essential for how you execute the trick itself
0: and also the the varying height of the truck changes the pop point of the setup yeah the pop so angle is I, essential i have uh, like I said, a lot of setups, and I, I try to not, uh, not repeat a setup. So, I yeah, change the, the components from the setups I currently have. I don't think I have any setup that has the exact same components. Right. I change the uh, the wheels compared compared to the deck and compared to the trucks and stuff like that. And there are some boards where I really like a high truck and a high wheel and there are some trucks where i really like a very low to the ground truck with a very low to the ground wheel but all of that is basically depending on your setup as a complete like as a yeah as a yeah. whole unit yeah and sure. i would say the if you're getting your first pair of trucks so you only had china trucks in the past and you're getting your very first pair of trucks I would still say, if you're from yeah, uh, from yeah the states, make it,
1: make it regionally. Yeah, um, if you're
0: from the states, get Dynamics. If you're from Europe, get BRTs, just because of the price. Because for us, BRTs are let's call it semi-affordable. They're still not cheap, but but yeah, they're so, okay. They're like fifty bucks, fifty yeah, fifty-five, exactly. something like that, and. When we order dynamics, then we have to go through customs. We have to pay extra shipping, so yeah, for sure, that's an issue of like about twenty euros plus the truck or something. Yeah, so
1: you you have to be willing to pay at least sixty euros or something. And if you don't actually know if you're gonna like them or not, that investment can kind of retort back on you. So. What Yana says is completely right. What you say is completely right. You, you should make it like regionally. Yeah, lost me point. Um, anyway, you got it. Because
0: um, <laughs> I I hear so many times from uh, from Americans who say, oh, I can't I can't afford black rail trucks because they're like seventy dollars, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, uh, and yeah. So they say, oh, uh, so. road trucks are bad because they're so expensive and you're sitting here like for me dynamics are more expensive yeah Um, you have
1: to always uh, bring into account how the resellers acquired the trucks they have bought them then they had to pay customs and stuff like that so um, and also customer service is an issue you're going to get a better response like empirically in my, opinion, in my experience at least, um, from a local reseller or a local company because you're just near it. You don't have to yeah. go through the shipping all over again. And
0: the customs again. And yeah,
1: and then there's disputes if you pay the shipping or the company yeah. itself. So, um, yeah, it gets more complicated. So, just stick with the easier one, and then later, when you build up preference, when you find out what then you can want, try different things, and then, exact then we get to the
0: point where it actually gets interesting to talk about which one you prefer. Oh yeah, because <sighs> even even like road trucks are not all the same. So the thirty <coughs> we call them thirty-four millimeters, but they are a bit smaller, yeah, 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 yeah. so the 34 millimeter trucks are much higher than the 32 millimeter trucks, or the the kingpin is a bit longer. That brings the longer pivots also. Yeah, longer pivots, and that brings the center of the of the wheel a yeah. bit farther away from the from the from the deck. So and that means a different pop point, and also the turning in- is a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: because yeah, it alters the whole truck geometry, so yeah. it's basically yeah, so, a whole so what, different thing. What,
0: what I heard was that the point was to keep the, the turning radius similar to the 32 millimeter trucks, and that they felt they had to lengthen the kingpin to make that happen. But I know a lot of people, yeah. including myself, it doesn't the work. The first thing we do when we get a new pair of 34 millimeter BRTs is sand, the sand down the, oh, the, the 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 pivot. The pivot, yeah. Uh, sorry, the pivot. Because uh, you can see where the pivot is lengthened, because it, it's not really lengthened; it's a uh, lengthened at an angle. So there's, uh, you can see a, a slight angle on yeah, the yeah. top, and basically you grind down till you have a flat surface there, and that. Yeah. So that way you you send down. I think it's like only maybe two millimeters, for being generous. Well, like that's not two millimeter. millimeters. One point two, maybe. Yeah, something yeah. between one and two millimeters. And so, not a lot, but comparing to the size of the fingerboard. It is a lot.
1: So. Yeah, that's that's something I would not recommend to someone that has never sanded something. <laughs> like yeah, uh, that's that's a precise job you have to do there. Um, I fucked up a pay, a, a hanger uh, with that method actually, and um, I like to think I'm pretty precise at sanding, but. I got precise at something after that. Anyway. Um, yeah, and, and I only
0: did it because I knew there were people around at the shop who'd done it before. Yeah. So when hanging around at the other shop, I just said it and asked a couple of people, hey, I, am I still doing it right? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I felt much safer. If it's your first pair of 34mm trucks, you're probably not used to the 30, uh, 34mm you're Probably not used to how the 32 millimeters behave anyway, because so, I think yeah, that yeah, was the you know, for us, yeah, that the, we were the comparison so used, is missing, so yeah, we were so funny. used to how the 32 millimeter BRTs behave, yeah, that the difference between how the 34 and the 32 behave was just a bit too much if you're heavily used to
1: one thing, exactly. So, um, dynamic. Coming up in the general market thing uh, is really interesting because um, it's a truck company that offers a lot of variation and is also radically different Yeah, um, compared to BRT's because um, the turning radius is smaller considerably. Um, I
0: just don't like how they turn because the turning radius isn't yeah. only only smaller. The the way the kingpin is constructed. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. The it's different. The hanger just moves differently, so it moves yeah. basically in a, uh, in a other axis as the BRTs. So it moves a bit more horizontal, where the BRT is just vertical, and yeah, if I. It's it's a bit tough to explain
1: without... Yeah, visual reference, I get that. Um, The thing is, um, here's where preference really comes in. Um, Because I'm used to BRTs. I have used BRTs for eight years straight. So I was used to that feeling. And um, the tweaks I had to go through to make dynamics comparable to the turning of BRTs are multiple, and you have to be pretty precise to actually pull them through without fucking up something. So, um, and that's- or you have direct connections to Scott and just order the Kingpin ones, the, the regular nut Kingpins, which are fucking amazing. Anyway, um, so... Yeah, it's uh, it's all a bit uh, complicated if you if if you don't want to take the trucks as they are, just straight out. Yeah. Of the box. So
0: I, I personally am not a big fan of having to customize my trucks until yeah, they feel I get that. perfect. Because when when I change the trucks from a setup to a different one, yeah, I basically have to start all over with uh. Yeah, I of dynamics because you, the way we do it, or Yuan did it, and a bunch of our other friends do it, is that you basically glue down the kingpin a yeah. tiny bit, but like don't use like a ton of glue, like a single drop
1: of glue. Yeah, exactly, and then scrape off the excess and all that. Yeah. So um, so
0: that that means once the truck is on on a board you don't just simply strip it down and move it to a different board. Yeah, It doesn't damage the board, but you have to redo the same thing on the new board again. And that's something since I... Well,
1: you basically don't really have to. Uh, The thing is, if the board has a different feel and you want to adjust the tuning differently, then you have to. And if you just have, like, one... Customary set of bushings and the tuning is always the same. Um, then it's cool, but yeah, that's not and, really realistic. And also
0: a problem for me is I I like my setups to be pretty, so I always uh, look at how a setup looks as a as a unit. So I try to match bushings to yeah, match yeah. highlight color and stuff like that. And changing bushings on dynamic trucks it's always pain. Yeah, you, yeah, the, right. the way the right. The way king, uh, the, the kingpin is constructed... It doesn't yeah. make
1: it easier, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't mm-hmm. make it easier. So mm-hmm. if
0: you switch out yeah, pushings a lot or switch up setups a lot, I would recommend beauties. That's what I use on literally 8 out of 10 setups for me. Yeah, I get that.
1: The um, thing is... I don't know if Scott plans to make it a thing in the future sometime, Uh, Mm -hmm. but the regular locknut kingpin ones are amazing. They have a bigger turning radius because the kingpin is smaller, Mm -hmm. like thinner, Um, and they they have the best of both worlds. They have the lighter feel, the lower truck, the bigger turning radius but not as big as BTs of course cuz the truck geometry and the construction is different um but they still are easy to tune easy to switch bushings um yeah. it's all cool um scott maybe do that maybe make that a thing in the future
0: someday yeah, but Maybe let's uh, let's talk about a different uh, aspect of the board. Yeah, because we don't want to spend all the oh yeah for time sure. on trucks again. Um, so wheels. Yeah, I, I would <laughs> maybe do. Uh, I would maybe uh, do bushings in between because all the oh yeah. I I mean I I don't have a specific brand of bushings that I prefer. Yeah, yeah. I have um, <laughs> mostly. Dislocation bushings, yeah, and I have one or two level ups and a few TKYs, or formerly known as TKY. (laughs) (laughs) Right, the blue bushings from Black River that used to be called TKYs.
1: Anyway, um,
0: by former team writer, (laughs) Um, but yeah, um, I uh, I personally. Like my tracks a bit, a bit t- uh, tighter. I don't ride them super tight, but and I also medium. Don't ride them loose. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a happy medium.
1: Alright, um, which is a great video part of you. Wanna watch something? <laughs> the thing is, um, with bushings, you have one big main difference. Um, you've got o rings. That's one category and the other ones are the casted ones, let's say. I don't like um, O rings. Me neither. So it's, it's a personal choice. But
0: on my so, uh, on my yeah. dynamic tracks I actually write O rings and I think they they
1: work best for dynamics, at least in my opinion. Um but cast, for me. C- casted is bullshit. The word I was searching for is molded. Um <laughs> so anyway, no, um,
0: casted is actually
1: uh, is it? Anyway, yeah. casted, molded, um synonyms. What? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um the thing with um casted bushings or molded bushings is that they tend to be um a bit sturdier, a bit uh, more um durable. So you can basically use them for longer.
0: But it also uh, really depends on the material and the brand. Like, there's, there's one brand where I really like the bushings, but, and those yeah. were casted or molded ones, and they just didn't last. Like, I, I went through them in a month. Like, they were just, full, yeah. Yeah. The, the bushings. Are they that, molded? They though? Done, yeah, they were. Oh, right. They were molded. And, okay. That's, he doesn't make them anymore, but there is a a, a team rider uh, from Wush yeah. started making his own bushings that are similar, but to me they seem a bit more durable. So for me they are very good bushings, but I, only, I think I only have one set, and I'm solar not sure. Tuning, right? Yeah, solar tuning. Yeah, and I'm um, not sure if I'm still riding them, but I I think they were good, but I haven't. Stress tested them. As, yeah, I get as that. much as other bushings.
1: Well, um, I prefer TKYs. TKYs are one of the only constants um, in my setup. Do you still cut them down? Yeah, um,
0: I do. With um, scalpel, it looks like he's it, doing a surgery. Yeah,
1: exactly. But um, I got fairly quick at it. Yeah, because. Yeah, um, the thing is, I want to use more of the kingpin, um, so I just basically make it flatter. Yeah. Um, and with uh, there are some other
0: bushings like level up tend <clears throat> to be very tall. Yeah, so that works. That yeah, sometimes works. you yeah. have to have to cut them down a bit, and it's also do you want to use a washer? I generally don't use washers. For me it's it's uh, like very a must. for me it's very rare that I do use a washer right but yeah I'm
1: um, yeah also um the thing is the thing you want to um go for is um determining if you like snappy bushings more responsive bushings that give you a good rebound or if you prefer a more lose ish feel. So, in my experience, for example, O rings don't tend to be super responsive. Mm-hmm. They're more on the loose side. Yeah. Um, TKYs are more in between. Um, they're not super reboundy, but they don't leave you hanging. Um, and then there's level up. Level up is like the snappiest thing on the market right now, I'd say, yeah right. um, and that's but then again
0: they are very tall, so because of that they tend to be a bit bit more tighter, which oh, yeah. also helps to for them to snap back again, so that's that's basically your your broad like those those are your yeah. two two parts of the spectrum
1: exactly um. Bushings are also, yeah, but they TV aren't around. Baldy.
0: Yeah, they they were. And I, I really liked bushings, but like I said, I tended to they tended to rip on me. Yeah, 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 yeah. but they aren't around anymore, and so
1: rest in peace. Anyway, so um, yeah, I would say let's uh, switch on switch to uh, to wheels
0: because okay. wheels oh, yeah. are. I I think the maybe the second most important part of my fingerboard, because depending on what your regular riding surface is, there are some wheels that are horrible on one surface. Hellish. And perfect on the surface you have at home. So you're like, oh, these are my favorite wheels. And then you Mm, go to a session. No, they're not anymore. (laughs) Then you go to a session at... An event or something and then ride Wood Black River Parks and usually ride like, let's say marble or granite yeah. or something then the wheels feel totally different. For sure. Because yeah, there are so many different
1: materials now and yeah. So I'd say let's make this analytical let's start at one end of the spectrum which is the less grippy part, I'd yeah. say, and then let's work our way towards yeah. um, grippier wheels. Okay, so probably the least grippy wheels on the market right now are probably Binkler wheels.
0: Yeah, so I made uh, I made a small chart earlier from the All stuff right. that I own. So for me... Uh yeah, Winkler wheels are the most slippery. So on my chart, I actually have two different sets of uh, Winkler wheels on there. Oh yeah, the, oh yeah. Uh, the yellow uh, Winkler Big Daddies, the Afrobi ones, those are the most slippery wheels I I have. They and are pretty slippery. Yeah, and, and next... pretty are uh, pretty hard.
1: And then the next ones would be Fatmans. Oh yeah, and that brings us directly to the other thing that matters into how grippy a wheel is because um you've got um the thing is it's dyed but it's the same material in this case so um you've got the um I don't think it's the, um, the, daddy, yeah, the Big Daddy's. I think it's a the, one. the Winkler, the yeah. classic street shape, whatever yeah. it's called. The, the, the yellow um, Afrobe, there's yeah. only
0: one. Exactly, exactly. The, the,
1: the, the, yeah. the Afrobis. Um, yeah. so they've got a small contact point, a small yes. riding surface. So, um, that
0: makes them really slippery because you don't have that much surface the board rests on.
1: Exactly, not and, that much traction. Yeah, and, so. uh,
0: and the Fatmans are basically the opposite. Exactly. They, they have a huge, wine. huge riding surface. And because of that, the same material feels, they feel different. feels yeah. completely different. The same if you, uh, we're going to get to those with later, but if you compare a uh, Oak bowl to an oak mini, yeah, exactly. They will feel completely different, but it's it's the same material.
1: Let's say it's that's like the rule of thumb. If you've got a bigger riding surface, but with the same comparable material, you're gonna get more grip as the surface widens. So (coughs) on
0: on my uh the next would be a flat face wheel. Specifically, on my current setups, I only have the. Flat face dual thermometers because there are um, many different like
1: basically I would
0: most flat face plastic wheels behave similarly but they are differently yeah, yeah, different. yeah exactly like, uh, the uh, the swirls tend to
1: be a bit more slippery I think the, um, just uh, a quick. Um, update like yeah. n- not an update just a throw in um i had the option to test some uh rolling fingers at mm-hmm. fast fingers and i would say they're a bit more slippery than flat face. Okay. so we could just pop that in in the yeah. spectrum like um a bit more grippy than vinkler wheels a bit less grippy than flat face white mm mm-hmm. Or flat face black, which I think is yeah. the hardest. Yeah. Um,
0: I think the the golden ones are mo- even
1: harder, but I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, they're hard. That's I think well, the, yeah, those yeah. are the
0: hardest ones and
1: generally a hard flat wheel. Flat face mustard, flat face black, flat yeah. face white. And I, I refuse uh, to call them gold, I'm sorry. <laughs> generally a hard wheel. Equals a more slippery wheel and a softer wheel. Exactly. tends mm-hmm. to grip a bit more. But there is one exception, but we're going to come to that later yes. on. Um, then there's um, what would the, you say? Then the, the next on
0: my chart are cartwheels. Oh yeah, but I'm I've ridden cartwheels quite a bit, hmm. and I I I used to like them, but now yeah. I'm not a, not a fan anymore. I think the the material is definitely different. So yeah, the material it's totally is, different. It's different than anything else. The s- they are, uh, I think, nylon
1: based. Exactly, and the, the, that exactly alters sure. the whole surface. Like, yeah, it makes it super porous. But yeah, but it has pores. They they, they could the be great
0: on on the surface you ride at, or you could just like the feeling of how they ride. It's just for me. Or that you could
1: just like. The optics that yeah. also come into place. Yes, we don't personally, but it's all a matter of preference. Yeah, and they uh, <laughs> with the
0: with the changing course, it it's a really cool concept, and I think I like the concept more than the actual wheel. But uh, <laughs> there's nothing against the quality. of Like it's not like they're bad quality, or I hate how they're done. It's more yeah, like yeah, they're just different. They're just not my cup of tea. And uh, especially the mini uh, cores, which I I think I like the most, mm-hmm. they are much too long for me. So mm-hmm. they they are very wide, and because of that, yeah, it's have, more
1: like a tubular wheel. Yeah, so they
0: are. I think they are even wider than they are uh, 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 than the higher. diameter. Yeah, but you know, it, it <laughs> could be that they are the same. But yeah, they are. They have a weird shape, and because yeah, of, of that, sure. I just don't like the optics. And probably that's the reason why I don't pick up the deck that has them. I that get much.
1: that, I get that totally.
0: But on the other hand, um, uh, cartwheels are one of the only uh wheel companies that I know that do uh dual bearing options. Mm-hmm. For all the white truck users out there... <laughs> You're wheels, not alone. <laughs> cut wheels are your basically secondary options if you don't like white uh, y- wheels yeah. they, they are really grippy. Like, I had one set and they were way too grippy for me. Really wobbly. Yeah. but So, yeah, and, and cut wheels don't wobble. Like, the way they are constructed... Oh, no, they don't wobble. Yeah no no no, that's right. So
1: um
0: if if that's current for you. and yeah so Up uh, next <laughs> Up next I have uh, a bigger set of card wheels. <laughs> 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 but then let, let's just skip that because we talked about that. Uh then I have Joycult uh a Joy XL dual barometer version 2 locked or whatever the specific name is right so it's the, uh, the newer Cult version which has the he calls it bearing bearing lock system and which actually works as far as i wrote mine they are perfect and also uh the wheels are basically two different colors so the riding surface is a different color than the inside yeah and I really like those wheels. I mean, XLS aren't for everyone. And oh yeah, the
1: shape is pretty interesting. Yeah,
0: and like like we said earlier, it it alters the uh, the point where you pop on your setup. So I tend to like
1: yeah, uh, and also inertia. Yeah, because um uh, the whole uh weight balance of the setup is shifted towards the bottom. And that quickens flips. Yeah, so what I found out is I like JoyCode XLs
0: on small setups and oh, yeah. on flat setups. Like, for example, a beast pant. I don't know the name of the shape of the uh, flat one.
1: Um, domesticated. Domesticated, Um yeah. Oh, yeah, I get or that. Or
0: a, a catfish. And uh, now I'm currently riding it on my uh, uh, Tech 5. 5Lug Five Tech 5. So basically, that makes sense. they all have flatter kicks, and they all are comparatively short. And
1: probably because if you would get a deck with higher kicks and so wheels that are so big, um, you basically would have a popping point. So verticals, yeah, vertically. yeah, just. Rock it up.
0: Yeah, because uh, a friend of us uh, likes decks, they have very steep nose and tails.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Pascal, Pascal. Yeah,
0: he makes his own decks, and I think those, they are, I, I would say, they are 60 degrees, 70 degrees, something like that.
1: I don't know, but, but it's. Yeah, as it, uh, you could almost just um, tug your fingers in and yeah, pull and up. It's, Yeah,
0: it's like they are very, very steep. And I think that kind of setup with big wheels <laughs> would feel okay. weird.
1: You should. We're but ready for takeoff.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. But that's all stuff <clears> I <throat> just figured out and I, I, yeah. What I like because I tried so many things. So for sure. Um, if you're at an event, try and you're talking to people. Ask, be, ask politely. Ask politely? That's, <laughs> that's the most important part. Nobody and wants, learn
1: to take a fucking no for an answer. <laughs> there are some people who
0: just don't like, like
1: your example, or, or you for example, are quite particular um, yeah. about your grip. Um, yeah, so, y- I'm just, I'm, I'm not that stingy with my setup, like you can try it out, but the only thing I say is just if you bail a trick, don't drag it on because you yeah. would fuck up my tape and that's. Ex- exactly.
0: Yeah. <sighs> um, I'm personally one you, yeah, there, there's nothing you can do to ruin my setup. <laughs> <So> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, but ask politely and then try stuff. But for nobody sure. wants, nobody likes just looking away for a second and being like, what the hell is my setup? And it turns out some kid just grabbed it because he wanted to. See what wheels are like. Yeah. That, that happened to me quite cool. a lot at the store when I'm sitting at the table and talking with someone. And Yeah. It's okay for my friends to do it because, yeah, they're my friends. I see them yeah, yeah, multiple yeah, times a sure. week. But if I don't know you, just ask politely and, and maybe sure. just make, don't make it the first thing you're inter- interacting with that person. I mean, I, I like the the opening question of what you're riding because yeah, yeah 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 it's the conversation starter for thing about Us. <laughs> but yeah don't be the first thing don't come up to someone and be like hey can I try a setup
1: Cause yeah
0: it's weird it's just weird but so, uh, let's anyway I went on on a bit of a tangent <laughs> so um yeah after after joy Kauts, I have a new. I uh, know. Oh uh, so the next on my chart are a wheel that
1: you like quite a yeah, lot. Yeah, Flatface, Jace. Um, uh,
0: specifically, which shape are you riding?
1: Oh yeah, the street shapes. Um. Yeah, the street shapes are the uh, thinnest of them all. Like of the three shapes that Flatface makes. Um. The Street shape, the classic ones and the The um, edition? Yeah, the the Black River edi- Black River truck edition, uh, classic ones. And the G four shape, uh which is the widest. J
0: four as they're uh, called. Yeah, the
1: J four if you go for the um J, J material. Exactly.
0: So the um just as a general the J Linehan wheel are like the material is quite soft. Yeah. But it's not as grippy
1: as, let's say, an oak. So, yeah. And you,
0: you the thing don't is, get a lot of problems that you get with the softer materials.
1: Exactly. You don't have any wobble. It's... Um, because of the softer, way it's constructed. Exactly. It's a softer wheel um, that has all the best things of a plastic wheel. Uh, a perfectly centred bearing that can't um, move Concept. around... In um, In excess. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, uh, it's a perfect in-between for me. Um, It's a grippy wheel that still allows you to ride technically on grippier surfaces, like, for example, stone or even concrete. You don't have that much of a problem. Um, It gets a bit tedious on wood, but... um, yeah, I don't ride on wood that much.
0: That's generally a, a problem with the more grippier wheels. For sure, for sure. If you have a grippy wheel on a grippy surface, you're gonna yeah, get do the the much more. So <laughs> if you for example, if you land in a manual and your manual is a bit off axis, you're basically Getting doing scared. a one slide.
1: <laughs> and you, I most of the time just bail because of that. Yeah, um, or just decide to do not not to take. Yeah, it.
0: or if you uh, try to revert a trick a bit. Uh, like oh yeah, that's hard. there's there's some surfaces where it basically feels like you're on tracks, so the yeah, wheel just goes sure. straight, and you can't. Uh,
1: yeah, you you can't change anything or you can't exactly and adjust. The thing is, um, if that is in excess, it's. Um, a minus point for me, yeah. but if it's um, balanced, then it's actually pretty useful. Um, I ride uh, most of the time backside, so um, it helps uh, the 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 With grip. Pressure. Yeah, the grip actually helps keep you precisely on that track. Yeah, you know, and you don't slip while you pop. Yeah. And that allows you to drag the trick differently um, compared to if you would have plastic wheels. When
0: when I switched to plastic wheels, so I started with uh with oats, tubies. <laughs> or I started with uh with the yellow flinker uh winkler Afrobi wheels because uh used to be a friend of mine back in the day, so when I came back and I saw his wheels Oh yeah, didn't know any let's of, go for that. Any of the other wheels, I was like, I used to ride Winkler. Aphobi is a cool dude, so that's th- That's my wheel. Yeah, and I hated it. Like they were <laughs> way too slippery for me. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah.
1: The original Winklers were a bit grippier. Yeah, yeah you're so,
0: right. So then I switched to oh, uh, two would... for a while, and then after a while I. Uh, had my first set of uh, flat face swirls. Yeah. And it took me a while to adjust because Yeah, uh, yeah, I yeah, used to sure. uh, skid around in blunt slides all the time because if you're in a in a blunt slide on, on an oak you have to use
1: a, so a lot much more pressure. pressure.
0: but it doesn't like shift around. Mm-hmm, and if mm-hmm. you're in a, It's locked. <laughs> yeah. And if you're uh, in a blunt slide on a plastic wheel you tend to like shift a bit so you I, have to I be a bit more precise used to, in the, used in the to mm-hmm. slip into like a crooks or i get that because the sure. wheel used to just slip over the lip of the obstacle i was riding yeah um, yeah so it's all about where you put your pressure and what <coughs> tricks you
1: like and what what suits that preference yeah. um I just uh, just to pop that in. I I want to get um, some clockwork D cheese um, on my grip skin. I want to do a a setup that like legends of the past and the future maybe kind I, of maybe meet I each will, other.
0: I will find my my old. Black River set up from, like, 17 years ago in the attic of my dad's house one day. Because every time I'm at my parents' Maybe house... Maybe I'll just ask Vic Clark. Yeah. Every, every that time I, I'm at my dad's house, I'm like, can I just go to the attic and see if I find it this time, even though I haven't found it the last 10 times I looked. Cause I mean... It's in a small DG box. Yeah, well... It probably disappeared over the ages. Of- but um, one more thing about uh, uh, J uh, wheels, um, they change over time a bit, and oh we're, yeah, we're gonna get to that on other wheels. Oh, um, yeah. So first of all, they, the the grip changes a tiny bit, I think.
1: Yeah, the grip increases. Yeah, um, and the color and the also color. varies. Uh, like so it doesn't it, vary; it, it deepens. Yeah,
0: when when you get them, they are. Slightly off white, yeah, an off white, and when you use them, they they look like you've been smoking for a bit, like they, <laughs> they tend to turn yellow, and or like um, not really yet, like a slight
1: a yellow tint. beige, yeah, y- a beige tint, yeah, dirty beige tint, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um but uh, but dirt doesn't stick on them quite as much as on other exactly. Fields for one. And the other thing is that it uh, in my experience at least and I've re- uh, I've used um I think seven or eight sets of J's. Um that many Yeah yeah five two <laughs> uh, well anyway uh <laughs> so um it varies how deep the colour actually gets. Um mm-hmm. and the other thing Um, the set I'm riding currently uh, was pretty dark and I just sanded it so I just took 1000 grit and just did the same motion that you would do to polish your wheels Mm -hmm. like on paper, just on sandpaper and did it till they were the original off-white And I'm super happy with them because they're, like, even a bit smaller, Mm. but still in a good condition bearing-wise. So it's, like, super cool. Uh, But, yeah, anyway, that's just a tweak.
0: The bearings can sometimes be an issue. For example, I don't like when bearings, when you spin a wheel and it goes on for two minutes... And it makes this very high. (laughs) That's not the sound of a good bearing, because a lot of people will be like, "Hey, look how how good my
1: wheels are!" Oh yeah, they've been for like two minutes. There's this common misconception: um, in fingerboarding, you don't have enough mass on the wheel to actually make it spin that fast if the bearing is good. On a skateboard wheel, for example, on a on a, um, longboard wheel, it's a totally different issue. But um, on a fingerboard wheel, uh, the inertia just doesn't allow a good bearing to spin that much because the ridge in the bearing that holds the spheres off the actual bearing in place is pretty precise and the oil is pretty viscous. So uh it's ah it's just
0: so I would say a, a good a good bearing needs a tiny bit of love in the beginning so if you get a new a fresh set of wheels I use a tiny drop of oil but very very tiny drop and something that is made for uh for movable parts but I don't tend to use VD40 and don't no. use any vegetable oils or something like that. No, they will just
1: mold or uh, yeah. yeah, go rancid. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: that's the word I was looking for. Try, like I tend to use uh, oil that's made for uh, sewing machines. Oh yeah, they're uh, they have very small movable parts. So and I I sew quite a bit, so half tons of that stuff at home. That
1: sounds like a good an idea. That
0: that's something that works for me, but on the same note, I ha- I haven't put any oil on any of my wheels in like a
1: year. Like, oh right. It, you um, don't
0: need to oil your wheels constantly. Like I-
1: Constantly is definitely wrong. Um what I do for my part mm. is um when the initial original oil the bearing comes with Mm-hmm. Is out. I oil them once with yeah. the best oil I can find, Yeah. and then it's basically done.
0: Yeah, like you—you you don't need to reapply oil every session because, like, fucking hell, no. Yeah, like when we uh, <laughs> soak when the Black river store was still around, I uh, saw quite a quite a lot of kids being like, "Oh, can I get the oil again?" And they used to oil like every week or every two weeks Um, yeah yeah yeah, so try to make your wheels go around a bit but if they spin around for ages it sounds usually more like broken bearing than an actual good uh, bearing or a cheap one yeah or a cheap one and also on like some wheels are prone for bearing slip
1: yeah um js, for example, I haven't had a set of j's without bearing slip okay, um, but that's um minimal bearing slip, like uh tens of a millimeter. you don't even see it like optically yeah. most of the time um but uh, and it doesn't bother me uh but it's just a thing you have to. Account for because the material is softer. Uh, with all softer materials, um, the softer the material is, the more it's likely to have bearings. Yeah,
0: because if you imagine <coughs> a, a a hard plastic with a ridge on it and a bearing in there, the ridge will probably hold it in place. Hold it in place forever. Yeah. But if you have a soft material and you ride the wheel for a bit. Then, and the bearing moves around in the wheel. Yeah, There's and At some it's, point where it yeah. like wears down the lip that keeps the bearing in place.
1: Also, most and wheels. When that
0: happens, the bearing is.
1: Yeah, free to go. Free basically. to go and
0: constantly moving back and forth.
1: Also, that's a, a, a rare construction in fingerboard wheels, um, cause most, uh, just do a conic, um, Yeah. In a, a conic hole, and um the bearing just gets stuck in the smaller part of the corners, yeah, and that's it um If you have an actual locking system, that seems to work, for example, as you mentioned joy yeah i um, i'm
0: not sure uh, how exactly the new jackouts work on a construction level, yeah. but he calls them locked and. I I had multiple sets of joys and I have ridden a lot of joys. Yeah. Um, they tend to bearing slip. But to uh, preface that, um, uh, most cases where I know that the bearing is slipping on joy cults are wheels that have been bought used. So oh, a lot okay. of time. When I see people complaining well, about joy cults, they're usually complaining about a wheel that has been ridden for like uh, two
1: years before they got that. Nah, I got a set from Matt directly, that was new, and okay. after a yeah. session, they were slipping. I mean, uh, but after the 2.0 release, and I think that's something that has been going on on every wheel since yeah. the 2.0 release thingy, so. um... They don't have that issue anymore. It seems, yeah, and,
0: and that's also uh, uh, also a thing about uh, iteration. Like some some companies will stay the same for for a while, and some will iterate the shit out of a product. Oh, yeah. and oh, we're yeah. we're gonna get get to that in a second. And yeah, so sometimes some wheels just Get better over time with new versions, and I think joy cult has always had a material that people seem to like because it's not yeah. as grippy
1: as I initially thought it would be, and well, OG joy cults were way grippier than yeah today but the
0: the current ones i I like the grip yeah percentage of it's um, interesting yeah for sure. i I have an unusable set of joy cults, but I traded them. So, yeah. Okay, it's cool. But, but <laughs> yeah, so don't don't think that all joy cults have bearing problems. I think it's mostly solved now. But yeah, like we said, yeah. that also happens in other wheels. Like it, it's it's all depending on the material. And if you like the material, then it could be that that material is just a bit more prone to bearing slip. Yeah. And yeah, then you maybe have to uh just live with it. <laughs> yeah or, or switch your wheels on a more regular basis than with other Yeah, well so. Yeah. But that's not an option for most people. Well So the next on, on my scale are Berlin made uh wheels. Uh oh, yeah. the first ones are handjob wheels. They are Eurphane wheels, based from uh, Berlin. They're quite grippy, like above uh, J wheels. But And and I like the shape. I think I like the shape more than a different Berlin-made wheel. Okay. But on the other Berlin-made wheel, I like the material a bit more. So
1: I like the bearing also more, to be honest. But that's another issue. We will come to that later. Yeah. Um yeah, um, hand job fingerboard supply wheels. Yeah, that has definitely to get a catchier name for folks' sake. Yeah, yeah I, don't, <laughs> I I'm not a fan of the of the name, but no, no, really, no, yeah, not really. Most of called it Handjob wheels and hand job wheels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. But anyway, yeah, he, um, he
0: he made quite a bit a big batch. Like he, I think he there. there's you can still get the wheels, and yeah, they yeah. they are still available at the yeah. ASI shop, and I think they're they're decent. Like yeah, they're decent. They're, they're not my favorite wheel at the moment, but they're quite good. Like I as mean,
1: all urethane wheels, they wobble.
0: Yeah. yeah, they. Nah, difficult though wobble. Yeah, not really with a with a soft material when you put the bearing in. It's really hard to get it perfectly to get it centered, and with soft materials, when you press it in, you sometimes make a a bit of a dent in the process of putting it in. So yeah. that makes the the wheel wobble a bit, and um, yeah. So the next on on my scale would be the other Berlin made uh, wheel. Oh yeah, that's... those are let's. Uh, Help with the pronunciation for all our international listeners. That's Hartz-fier. Hartz-fier. So, Hartz Vier. Hartz Vier. So, so, uh, as a small background to the name, Hartz Vier was a reform in politics that dealt with unemployment and the rate you get paid if you're unemployed. <laughs> and you're beginning to see the irony. Yeah. And, and it was quite a controversial Reform, like, I don't know, 15 years ago, 10 years ago? It it's, been, to... it's been a while since that happened, but still everyone knows fear everyone calls it, if you fall down in the lowest category of unemployment rate, because you get different amounts of money from the government. Anyway, <laughs> anyway so has is uh, is a name of a thing that is
1: relevant in German yeah. politics, so... Basically, welfare, you could say. Um, yeah, and um, it's also a play on the fact that these wheels don't use urethane, they use a resin, a synthetic resin. Um, and resin in German is called Hatz. and so Hartz
0: and the and the politic thing are spelled differently. So he used the the name of the politics thing with the spelling
1: of the material.
0: And also, so
1: the joke. fear is four, so it's resin four, you know, and it's four wheels, so you, you get it. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> I think we took much longer explaining oh, the name. Okay, and... It's good wheels. Yeah. um It's a good friend of ours. It's uh, Christian Hennemann. He actually been
0: on the last episode, I think. Oh, yeah. I think the last one was the one with him.
1: Can actually be. uh, Anyway, um, good friend of ours that actually had a a brilliant idea, went into a lot of prototyping with a new innovative method and just fucking did it. And, and he came out spent with a th- wheel out of scratch. And he spent a lot of time
0: working on the shape. Oh, yeah. His initial plan was to make a wider wheel, because he likes wider wheels. And then it ended up with the way he constructed his wheels, that he needed a wider wheel anyway. So it worked out at the end, and was what he was going for. And he spent a lot of time figuring out how to put the bearings in there so that they don't wobble, yeah. how to cure them so that the material hardens through and he, he had so many iterations and I only got a set and I bought my set like after I think his second batch or something because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the first batch he only ordered a small amount of bearing, a sold only the one batch and yeah. everyone he sold them to he was like hey these are basically
1: prototypes yeah. tell me if there's anything wrong with them and i still haven't packaged out of that first batch cuz i'm waiting for the perfect thing to set them up with yes yeah, so or, with, well
0: <laughs> with, with those wheels you need to
1: actually wait
0: a bit until you ride them or just write them and keep in mind that they will change. Because the way They're the material works, through. works, they harden through all of the time. So if you receive brand new ones, write them for like a week. And then they will basically have their final grip. So yeah. at the beginning they will be a bit more grippy than they end up being. Because the material hardens, and like we explained earlier, yeah. the harder material generally is a more slippery wheel, so they, yeah. they are still very, very grippy. So Like we said, they are but, basically on the top of the scale.
1: But, that's the really weird thing. These wheels are grippier on stone than they are on wood. Yes, which and is completely counterintuitive. It's like and yeah.
0: if you have uh, uh, an oak wheel, which, in my opinion, are the most grippy ones—yeah, yeah, maybe for it's sure. excluding Y wheels—they are much grippier on wood than they are on granite or marble or concrete. And with hard sphere, it's basically backwards.
1: Yeah, it's it's fun to ride on wood again, actually. Yeah, uh, like. I really enjoy them. Sometimes,
0: yeah. Sometimes I get, I still get the the thing where I'm I feel like I'm on tracks again. Yeah, and like, oh, they are really great. And then I just switch out the wheels. But for example, on my home park, I like them a lot because they they're still very grippy there because my home park is made out of uh, uh, plaster. Yeah. And which is generally a bit pretty grippy, yeah. And they are really grippy on that one, but still, yeah, it's... manageable, manageable. And I I like the ratio of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's Good sometimes weekend. tough to explain. And like we said, he did a lot of research and trial and error and iterations. And I really like when people take the time to refine a product. Oh yeah. I hate, especially with deckmate <laughs> making, if people just buy a mold from the internet, throw just slap pipe, some
1: veneer together and pull and, it a deck. And use glue they found in, in Home Depot or Whatever. Yeah, no prototyping, no no thought, no 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 process yeah, and, behind and, that and
0: also thing. not something like I like when people create a product that they want to ride, and if they are good riders, that also translates to the product. Yeah. If you If you ride, uh, if someone makes a deck, and they're also a, a good rider, or at least a rider who's been in the game for a while, and tried a bunch of stuff or... Yeah, yeah, experience. Or went through their own process for a while to figure things out, then you tend to get a much better quality... Result, yeah. Yeah, a much better result than if you go with someone who... Just goes for it. Yeah, just goes for it and hasn't tried a professionally made fingerboard before and makes their own decks because they think oh it's much cheaper. Yeah, Actually, no, making your anything. own boards is, it takes a while to till,
1: till it pays off. And because, if you want to come to the same quality standards it's definitely yeah, not cheaper. Cuz like there are some newer
0: companies in in Germany like nice supplies and I I know about him that he bought, like, all metal moulds, bought, bought a hydro- yeah. hydraulic press, and basically on that level of quality, you need a hydraulic press, and you yeah, need yeah, it, it, metal moulds, because anything else doesn't hold the shape as much. And, <laughs> and
1: <laughs> yeah, well, this is precisely the point why I bought a deck today. Um, Manu Owele from Switzerland, uh, Founder of Gripskin, um, that has actually done so much prototyping and so much trial and error. Holy fuck. Yeah. I mean, um, last year he went to Fast Fingers with a couple of 3D Print. printed tryouts of shapes, um, also a bunch of Funny stuff like a twenty-seven uh, centimeter yeah, fingerboard, but <laughs> that was super funny. Um, but you know, that's a lot of um, that's a lot of investment that goes into prototyping, and also um, a, lot a lot of, of thought.
0: Yeah, a lot of creative investment cause yeah. I like I really liked his use of a three D printer because I'm not the biggest fan of gems. Decks, which are also free printed decks. Oh
1: yeah,
0: I haven't owned one, so I can't say too much about them. I only tried one that yeah. Uncle Oban used to have, and I heard from people that they tend to flatten out over time because the yeah they they the get soggy. Yeah, the the print loses its structural integrity.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But the way Manu used his uh, printer, he. Made so many adjustments to the shape till he found a shape that
1: he exactly that, 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 that like he enjoyed his style and yeah,
0: what he was looking for. And he did sell 3D printed decks, but I think they are a bit more of a gimmick deck than
1: well, they, they are, are even, kind of a kind of a, a 2.0 prototyping phase, like yeah. getting the prototype to the people. And I mean, um since Gripskin has lost its legendary... Well, it hasn't lost it, but, but just people he, don't know it. Yeah, because he um,
0: hasn't been making wood, wood decks like,
1: for a while.
0: It, it's been a while since he sold one. Like, yeah, exactly. I know that he uh, used to write once in a while a, a deck he <clears throat> made, or someone got a deck from him, but it wasn't like... He released a stock.
1: Yeah, There's... so probably the people that have gotten a 3D printed deck are actually those that are interested to get in a wooden one. Yeah. Like, for example, um, uh, b- 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 uh, James O'Neill, um, uh, Fingar Boridva, I don't know, maybe you know him on Instagram, no. great, great American rider, Um that is also super into trying out a lot of things. Uh, he, we were talking and, um, he, he's riding one of those 3D printed ones because he really wanted to get accustomed to the shape. Um, stuff like that. Yeah. So, I'm and, stoked.
0: Yeah. And, um, Manuel Uvala has a quick history lesson. He's been around. Longer than I have. And when I was around in the early 2000s, and I spent a lot of times in the forums, like, I was one of the people, the names at least that you recognized back there. It wasn't like I was famous, but I was just hanging around in the forum all day. Yeah. So, and Manu Oberle and Fabi and a few others were the names everyone knew. Yeah, so, legends back then. Yeah, legends back then. And he... He's still around. He still makes decks, and yeah, you you can't beat that that knowledge and uh, yeah, that,
1: yeah, and also that that attention to detail, you know, because yes. um he stated that every millimeter in his shape is carefully, thoroughly thought after, and I believe that. And also, yeah, what is super interesting is that he. Chose an oil finish, um, and
0: and we see that uh, a bit more. I think lately, like wax, we, yes, but oil is, I think, the first. It could be, but we we've seen a lot less clear coated ones, yeah, and yeah. a lot more waxed finish, oil based finished,
1: uh, yeah. Few people are jumping on the screen printing hype train because they've seen what Flint has done. I think. But well, anyway, I mean,
0: if you there, there's things you can do with a, a screen print that I think just look awesome. Yeah. So I can understand the appeal, and I know of a deck brand that's actually experimenting with, a, a, oh yeah. a screen print cool. right now. But yeah, it's. It's a whole process and it's a whole different thing to get into. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, let's, uh, let's go more into the differences between decks and what you might be looking for in a deck. Because we, we say that the, the angle, uh, of the kicks changes the, yeah, feel of the deck. So I would say there are, two variables that are for me the most important ones mm-hmm. okay the one variable is the the height of the kicks okay and one variable that i really care about is the concave so yeah. for me i'm i'm much more uh, i'm i can ride a long deck and i can ride a short deck yeah. it doesn't matter to me that much but i can't ride a deck with deep concave i get I that. i can't ride I a get deck that with Steep kicks, so same here. Those yeah. are my most important variables. But I know know from other people who who say, "Oh, my deck can't be longer than yeah ninety six yeah, yeah, yeah. millimeter or uh, shorter than like." I know that uh, Ben Dulac yeah. uh, used to ride super short decks, super short decks. ATA. Like he, he, yeah, he sanded them down, and I, I have one one with me. It's like
1: yeah, it's, barely uh, the motion <laughs> tail still exists from from the deck. Like it's super tiny. And yeah, and also with super high trucks, right? Yeah, think you. For, <laughs> like dump trucks. I think. I, I, I'm, I'm anyway. not sure.
0: yeah, but so well, and that that also influences a, a style of rider. Like he yeah, he yeah. he pops quite high. He doesn't go for the let's. Like, called realistic style yeah me, no he's a, no he's a great writer and he's much more into the weird stuff and the weird tricks <laughs> and i love every second
1: of that <laughs> fingerboardings weird aliankovic kind of yeah basically and, <laughs> and
0: that's why i love his
1: videos and yeah yeah it's really but, entertaining for sure
0: yeah but uh like there there's so many so many tech companies and I,
1: well, I, um, I would uh, just, uh, yeah. sorry, just to pop that in, um, for example, a, a thing that is really important to me, I'd say almost essential, is wheelbase. How apart, how far apart are the trucks? Um, cause I found out that I can't deal with short wheelbases. Um, yeah.
0: Every deck that's that I have tried I don't like short decks or uh, like super short decks because they used to tend to have mm-hmm. a short wheelbase. They base.
1: tend to, and um, that's
0: why I like the Tech Five because yeah, it still has a longer wheelbase. Yeah,
1: it. exactly. Also, um, I've only used Flint for the last year, and that's um, one of the only brands that has a wheelbase. That is actually longer than Burnham Wood. Um, and it's still a comparatively short deck. 96.5 millimeters or something. So, uh, basically, uh, well, mine is 96.2. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's all a matter of preference As we tend to say quite often yeah. yeah we like to get repetitive on some issues But it's really like that That's one of the beauties of fingerboarding um, If you like short wheelbases uh, Then go for it I mean there are um, Goat on the road has very short
0: wheelbases And generally very short decks And her decks are Fucking beautiful Like <laughs> I, I, Yeah I bought, they're, uh, they're nice I bought uh, one deck of her Simply because it Looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I tried driving it. I
1: realized you don't want to trash it.
0: Yeah, and I realized it's just not my my length and my wheelbase. Yeah, so I get I just that. Just put it apart, put it on my wall, and it's cool. lo- still looking absolutely beautiful. Yeah, and I would say a really important part when choosing a board, especially if if you're a bit newer, <laughs> I would avoid. Companies that are in it just to make money, like I, I tend to like yeah. compa- uh, companies where I know the people are actually behind it, one thousand percent, and do it do it for for I the would passion. the passion. I would say the right reasons. They do it for, for the love, for the community, yeah. because they like making stuff with their hands. And Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like on some of the bigger companies, you sometimes get really big differences when you know they switched manufacturers or mm-hmm. when you know at least they switched how they make it. Like, yeah. I'm not saying they switched manufacturers, but... Just look how catfish barbecue graphics look now and how they looked half a year ago.
1: Well, yeah, now he that's, screen prints them.
0: Yeah, but even even the heat transfer one he did before. That's all I'm, all I'm going to say about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, and also with the uh, I would say mass produced ones, there tend to be errors that, that happen if you do so many boards per day. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I hate to say it, but I have a few Berlin Woods where the holes don't line
1: up. Yeah, and it that's, happens. And um,
0: that's a big, big no-no. Like, if your trucks aren't in the same alignment...
1: Holy fuck.
0: That, that screws up the whole setup. Yeah. And I, I put so many Berlin Woods to rest on my wall... <laughs> Because the host just didn't line up, and one of the main but,
1: reasons you see me riding Flint,
0: but yeah, so I I would say find a company that you enjoy and that you enjoy what they do. If if you yeah. like a certain style of graphic, that's fine. Go with that. If you like some guy who uh, who makes stuff on his own and you want to support him. Yeah,
1: for sure. uh, If you like the concept behind the whole thing, like Flint does with his artist series. Exactly, or if you you like the attention to detail, like
0: on the grip skin from Manu Ubele, where you know he's been putting so much thought into it, I have to try that, because I know he's been around for 20 years. I want to see what he has to say. I want to see his perfect idea of of a fingerboard. Yeah, and... So but there's so so many more really good fingerboard makers. For example Decay. The craftsmanship uh craftsmanship. Behind on, the split plies. On <gasps> Decay. Yeah. Decay's split plies are I think the, the best. best yeah. probably. Well, beast pants are good and uh and uh uh, uh, Skolwood. uh, uh Skolwood does make beautiful split plies. Yeah. But I think not quite Decay makes as the complex. technical and complex split lights, and like the optical illusion ones, yep. and like very high attention to detail. And but my main or one of the reasons why I don't write Decay, I have uh, three different decks from Decay. The first one was okay. The first one was a particle shape. Yeah, yeah. It, it was decent. It was one of the. It, I think it was my the third deck I own since I since coming back. Yeah, so yeah. My first real popsicle shape. Yeah, one of the and few first approaches. Yeah. Get then that. then I bought another decay because I fucking loved how the graphic looked. Yeah. And I hated the like I fucking hated that deck. I couldn't ride it for the life of me. But mm. I bought new trucks and I bought new wheels for it. So it was like no. I, I have to ride it, and then yeah, then yeah. On, at some point I put board rails on there, and it was the best setup I've ever owned. Like oh. that that small weight uh, adjustment, yeah. Like after that, it was the best setup I I've had in quite a uh, or yeah, yeah yeah in that time. Like, and a lot of people were coming to me and be like, "What's that setup? That rides amazing," and it was. And then I wrote it quite large, then the pop was gone. Because pop just disappears from decks like that. That will happen eventually. There's some, there some... No, what a flat face. I mean, there are, <laughs> there, are some, there are some decks where it doesn't happen that fast. For example, all my five locks that I wrote to hell and back that are on my wall yeah. are still with perfect pop.
1: Yeah, that's it's a depending really good on glue.
0: The, yeah, that's depending on the glue and the lacquer. but And also the type of wood. Yeah, there are different variables to it. But um, most decks pop will disappear over time. Yeah, yeah, And if that happens, and I buy a second deck or a new deck of the company, yeah. if I don't get the exact same one I was looking for, then I'm not going to return. like I, I get the I if, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want the continuity. Yeah. And if I really like a setup and that one is just dead and I want to get a new one just like it, I want to get it just like that. Yeah, and yeah. If, and the problem with Decay was he has so many shapes and so many molds. I think no. at that time he was at like six molds and six shapes. Yeah. And we got a bunch of Decay boards from him at the store. And I was there when they got uh, out of the package, so I had the whole set to choose from. Yeah, was standing there with TKY for like half an hour and be like, okay, is this one it? No, this one is slightly different. It's the same shape, but not the same Look! mold. And, and yeah, so I That's bought annoying. one yeah. that, that I liked and was the same shape, but it was slightly different mold. and. No Not, like I said, Decay are really, really good decks, but I think you have to Be keep more in mind flexible. Yeah, and you have to keep in mind which <laughs> what one you, shape you were using, yeah. What exactly you were using. Since yeah since I moved to only writing five flux, I know exactly which width I'm getting. Yeah. And I've been writing the same mold for one and a half years. I lately started writing a lot more molds of five flux. Yeah. Because I, I got on the team eventually and filmed the whole welcome part, and yeah, because of that, I now get yeah more five even more five likes. <laughs> <laughs> than you were buying before, yeah. which is
1: no, in itself so, pretty I nuts. Mean, I mean, so far
0: <laughs> I think I I still bought. Much more than I got as a sponsor
1: package, but yeah, yeah, I have <laughs> to work uh, for him. I have to um gear up a bit because I've got one other flint um that I can still set up that is still fresh. This flint has went from Porto to New Zealand, from New Zealand to me to Berlin, and I'm gonna take it to Vu this April <laughs> so that it went to a journey of 43,685 kilometres to be set up. three different continents. Holy fuck. Um, Yeah, no, I I think that's just a bit poetic. I want to do that. (laughs) But, yeah, that puts me in a bit of a a hot spot because I hope that he's going to release his new... um, his new stock sometime soon because <laughs> I will need a deck eventually, and I like to keep myself prepared. <laughs> and, and
0: and generally, find find something that you like. Yeah. Don't don't be sad when that deck is through. And the the way the easiest way to recognize if a pop from a deck is gone is to do the old tapping trick. But you have to tap it on the surface. Where you know it's not the surface making the noise. Yeah. So if yeah, you tap yeah, yeah. it on an old wooden table, it's probably wood that has been. Yeah, tap it on lot. something
1: hard. Yeah. I and would then... recommend marble or glass, but that's me.
0: Glass, uh, glass. Yeah, but so, yeah. So don't uh, don't be afraid. <laughs> Smashes to... <the> a window. <laughs> Because I I heard a lot of people being like, oh, I think the pop from my deck is gone, and they they're sitting at the wood table in the Aussie shop, and I'm like, do you know what table you're on?
1: That this one is like, oh, this you so it with your finger. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> not even with your nail, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with your with your finger, <laughs> just push it down,
0: and yeah, so be be conscious about. Changing up your deck. But, on the same note, there's some people who write their exact same wooden Never deck. Never change for a running system. Yeah, yeah. like, uh, I think the two most famous cases are... Uh, Frank. Nico Frank, and uh, and to a lesser extent, Valentin Leiber. Yeah. But Nico Frank is really famous for writing a set a up for, like...
1: Ages uh, till it's through till some calamity years. happens to it, like, yeah, like a car one, rides over it, or he flushes yeah. it down the toilet, yeah, or so, well, yeah. Do be careful, but
0: <laughs> like use which I did I think half a year, um, yeah, less. something something like and, that. Um, and I I have too many setups to wear down one specific deck in half a year. Yeah, so yeah. for me it's more like.
1: Two months, three months, oh. a year. Oh yeah, well, but yeah. I mean, you set up a new deck. Oh yeah, every... yeah, that, that
0: that yeah. No, but I, I you think...
1: still ride your main for a considerable amount of time. I get yeah. what you mean. Yeah, but I I usually have like
0: two mains. So I currently yeah. have I have three main setups. <laughs> uh, I have a uh, uh, five luck. The longest shape which is the bisco the shortest shape which is the take five and my regular go-to shape which is the woo all in 33.5 millimeters yeah and or 33.3 that's yeah my, yeah actually um but all have different truck sizes and different trucks because depending on your wheel you can choose a th- more narrow truck with a more yeah. wider wheel to match the
1: yeah, exactly, the turning the radius, what we yeah. mentioned earlier. Yeah, and
0: to match the, the width of the board. Because oh, yeah, oh, my, yeah. On my 33.3 5-lug, uh, I ride 32 millimeter Berlin Woods, and usually the 34 millimeter Berlin Woods uh, Black, Black River trucks are perfect Oops. for Berlin Woods uh, yeah, 33.3 yeah. decks. So, in general, if you have something around the 33.5 range, go for a thirty-four millimeter black river truck. But uh on on my setup with the uh Fatman wheels I chose the more narrow trucks because yeah. the Fatman wheel brings it up to a more wider field range. Yeah.
1: Yeah no that's important, the optics. Um but, but that's you, why I sand my decks. Yeah, um
0: but but you mentioned uh, going to Woo and bringing oh, yeah. your flint. Oh yeah, I'm so, going. So when exactly
1: is Woo happening? Twenty fifth of April. So grab your, grab your. Oh fuck! I still have to do my my my, my thingy, my my essa. Um. Well, anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. Do your things, pack your stuff up, and come. It's going to be amazing. My hand is not going to be trashed this time. Let's hope. Well, yes. um, (laughs) My birthday is impending. Let's see if I don't fuck it up again.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I sadly probably won't be making it to you. I really wanted to make it,
1: but... This is Julian Bono, your America correspondent. (laughs)
0: To be honest, I have so many weird hobbies, and they take so much holiday or so much days off of my work, and I only have that many. I mean, in Germany, we have so many free days by law, so 28 days is still quite a lot to all American listeners, but yeah, with all my different hobbies, I need a week here, and a week here, a week here, going... Uh, home for Christmas, and then I have so no, no holiday left. So I Fuck. won't be making it to you because I was like, I'm not gonna make the journey for like five days. Yeah,
1: yeah. And it's anything so worth it, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Just and,
0: and so yeah, so I won't be joining. But at least in Germany, there's a few events coming up. Oh yeah, so. And there there's is one in uh, in Hof, which is the next biggest town to Schwarzenbach mm. and der Saale. Mm. To which Black River City. Black River City, yeah. And it's at the 29th of February. It's a Saturday.
1: Okay. Oh, 29th I, of yeah. February on the Mittelgebirge. Ooh, yeah, it's going to be cold as
0: fuck. I, <laughs> I won't be making it there either, because I... Actually, have to work that Saturday, which is the only the only time this year I have to work on a Saturday. But <laughs> well, that that happens. And, uh, but uh, there's also another contest at the 14th of March. Oh uh, yeah, breaking, breaking fingers. fingers. Yeah, Vinzen, Vinzen. Yeah, Let's go. Uh, like four hours away from us, and I going? think we're we're gonna get a. A we're bit going. of a crew together from Berlin. We're going. Yeah. We're going. Cool. And then... uh there's, <laughs> Sorry. There's, there's no uh, official date yet, even though we're uh, still... We have a date in we're mind. We're tinkering
1: through, but we're we're going there. We're getting there. No, I mean... We're, no, no, I know, I yeah. know what you're talking yeah. about.
0: We're gonna host another ASI Berlin contest. ASI number L11. And so i don't know if this is this official but the the plan is to make uh fast fingers and uh asi berlin alternating each year
1: so that's at least the at unofficial least plan the, yeah uh,
0: that's the 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 way it's turning out so far so that's why last year there wasn't uh asi berlin contest because we were like Having a fast we fingers, we don't want to get in the way of fast fingers and yeah, for sure. We don't want to yeah. cause, yeah. Because when you're from a different country and you're flying to Germany for a fingerboard event and there's fast fingers, you're probably not gonna fly again
1: like three weeks later. And if you want to say months. let's do fast fingers on one weekend and fast fingers um, and Aussie the next, no one is gonna survive. That, I mean, it's honestly... It would a, intense, a, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah so uh, this year, probably sometime around June or July. Yeah. Like we said, we have we have a date in mind, Summer. but we're still waiting for confirmation from the venue. Yeah, so and, uh, keep your eyes peeled. And TKY will still be the main organiser. I will try not to do as much as i did last time <laughs> last time i was I, I it was too much work that that i that ended up in in my lab but yeah we're
1: we're going to split split up the workload differently this time a bit more efficiently maybe and
0: yeah and just it's, yeah it's it's going it. to be a, a great weekend the current plan is to uh do something from friday through sunday but be conscious of that people need to leave on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, of course. But still, and, but we we want to do something that's not only the contest, but something that goes something on more. over the over the whole weekend. And, something more. And this time, we're also trying. Uh, we will also be trying to get a few more parks because that was a, an issue last time that we didn't want to clear out the shop completely. Oh, yeah, and uh, this time, it may be that we get three additional private parks that people yeah. bring, yeah. I will be probably be one of the parks, like my park will be one of the three, and yeah, so we try to have more more space for everyone but and we also thought about maybe creating a new park, but that's all. You will. We will see how it turns out, and you can yeah. make as many plans as you want; they will never survive. So <laughs> le- let's see how the contest goes. We we have ambitions for it, and it will be a blast, regardless. Yeah, for sure. For and sure. And so, keep in mind: sometime around summer, between June or July, yeah, there GP will be a big, big, big figureboard event in Berlin. Oh yeah. Um, I think this is as good of a place to wrap it up as any. We've been running quite long today.
1: Oh yeah, but that's that's cool. With uh, it's basically I'll, a I'll break.
0: Yeah, it's basically two episodes in one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Time wise so, Yeah, two for one.
0: <laughs> so yeah, if you enjoyed it, we we always uh, look forward. Uh, Towards uh, feedback and says what you liked about this episode, what you didn't like, or what you want to talk about, or exactly you want to ask us
1: suggestions. And, We're open for suggestions and yeah, not too open.
0: Oh. Yeah, so have a great day. Keep on fingerboarding and
1: until <laughs> next time. <laughs> I was about to make that that vicious reference all over again, but no, fuck it. Bye.